0: You are at episode 200. Woo! Here we are. What a milestone. And on this numeric occasion, we have some stuff that's been requested for a while. So if you are an emotional eater, a sugar binge eater, and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, knowing that you're stress eating, you're tiredness eating, your sugar cravings, your wine every night, and your just general food nutrition situation, is that out of control that it's leading to you being overweight and gaining weight every year of your life, leading to brain fog, low focus, low productivity, insulin resistance, or being pre-diabetic and simply just being unhappy in your own skin with no confidence in your own body, man or woman, then this episode is for you because I share with you the much requested details that will facilitate and support you to be able to end your emotional eating, stop sugar cravings and finally feel happy in your own skin and your own body, bringing that self-confidence back This episode is definitely for the ready, willing and committed type. So if that's you, sound good? I think it sounds very good. (laughs) Happy 200th episode anniversary and let's dive in. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. What's up, my healthy friends? Here we are at episode 200. Two zero zero. Can you believe that? I'm a bit gobsmacked that this has been going on for four years. <laughs> 200 and interestingly we just crossed over the 200,000 download mark for this year it's it's pretty epic to be totally honest like 200,000 people Wow <laughs> that's like 400,000 ears <laughs> that this is going into it's um, yeah. It's it just blows my mind, and I want you to know that I'm super grateful for the fact that you're listening right now. And even if this is the first episode you've ever listened to, thank you. Thanks for being a part of this journey. I know that many of our uh, listeners, followers, clients have been listening since day one, uh, or for many years. And so for everyone that's been on the journey for any amount of time, thank you because you make what I do and what the team that I have does. You make it possible. You make it like literally worth getting out of bed for <laughs> it's um it's been a bit of a goal of mine for a while now to to work in this space, uh, be able to create change, to be able to influence people with uh, my knowledge and a platform that I may be able to create, which we're creating here together, uh, influence people in a direction that will help them uh, because much of the systems that we are surrounded by in society are in favor of profit before human experience. And that doesn't mean that I'm against capitalism or against profit. Uh, Because I think every single one of us are trying to profit (laughs) uh, from our job, from our businesses, from things that we do in, you know, interactions, from all sorts of things. But we need to find an equation where human experience and profit coexist. Because I think that's the only way forward, right? Um, And it's the same for when we spend money with companies and businesses that are going to help our life become better. We We feel okay paying for things like... The yoga class that we get social connection from and, you know, some fitness from. We feel great paying for the gym where we're just, we just feel like we're a part of the, the right group of people, you know. We feel great paying for uh, an experience at a theme park. Because again, we're getting real human experience from that kind of uh, situation. So, profit's not the problem in my opinion. <laughs> it's just that unfortunately, you can make more profit... If you don't prioritize human experience, Um, but you and I are here together co creating uh, a better world, one tiny piece at a time, one tweak a week, (laughs) you know, the mantra. And so I, I just really want to express my gratitude. Thank you so much. It's incredibly uh, fulfilling to do this work. And the only reason that I can do this work as corny and cliche as it sounds is because of you, because I'm not even kidding. I would have to have a job (laughs) if it wasn't for you being a part of this. I would have to still be at the hospital working in cancer research or working in some type of field that I'm qualified for that I don't think has humans best interest at heart. And so thank you. Thank you for being a part of that. So, um without further ado, what are we doing on today's episode? So it's 200, 200, episode 200. We've got 200,000 listeners uh, this year. Like, what are we doing? Um, So I wanted to do something a little bit different. And so In order to do that, I wanted to know what you wanted to hear. So I put the word out to a a group of people. I spoke to a bunch of my clients. I spoke to a bunch of people in the Facebook group uh, that are not clients. And I spoke to friends, families, fellow podcasters. And I put together a little graph uh, of or a little... uh survey let's call it of some ideas that they all contributed um and then i basically figured out the numbers the stats and overwhelmingly the vote was that people wanted to hear about the program that i run which is was super interesting to me because i was literally just wanting to deliver something that the most people wanted and that was the thing that came back as what what the most people wanted and i spoke to about maybe 60 people um And so I thought, okay, let's talk about the program because a lot of people say you're always referring to this program and referring to these results and like you say to people go to the Facebook group if they're interested in the program, like, can you actually just walk us through the program? (laughs) So... I said, okay. This is me saying, okay, no worries. And and I guess you hear me say at the start of every episode, uh, a mission statement, right? Like in 2022, it's my mission to coach 300 people to get control of their emotional eating so they can lose weight and actually keep it off without counting calories or eating rabbit food. So... What is that? How do we do that, basically? So you can do a lot of that listening to this podcast, right? There's a lot of stuff that you can listen to this podcast start to finish and if you actually implemented every single thing that I ever said, then you would be absolutely nailing life. You would be probably healthier than me. (laughs) Actually, it's highly likely you would. Um, But the reality is that no matter how much free information exists in the world, we need support, accountability and someone to see and witness our journey. It's the reason that any pack or tribe animal does anything in a pack or a tribe because you can sit at home alone and make changes for sure and there's going to be a few a few people out there that are more than capable of self-motivation and of doing things on their own. Whoever those people are, please bottle whatever you've got and sell it because I'm buying <laughs> because we're social creatures and so we need to be able to use the information that's out there, but in a setting and in an environment that is one, safe, but two, uh, a collective of people moving forward together. Because otherwise, we'd all be sexy, we'd all be rich, we'd all have the perfect relationship, and we'd all be as healthy as fuck. (laughs) Because there is so much information on the internet, there's so much information in this podcast alone, that we would be able to just implement them all. But the reality is, You can't get accountability and you can't get that pack tribe collective experience just listening to free information. So, this is why we've got a program. And obviously, I'm biased. I created it. (laughs) But throughout this uh, podcast that I talk about this program, I want to share the words of many of my clients who you can find on my website under the Get Healthy tab or under the Client Wins tab. And in fact, many of them will actually be in our Facebook group. So I'm certain that you could put a post up in there and just ask some questions and that many of our prior successful clients will be able to respond uh, and there'll be some really great conversation. So I want to share their words because obviously I'm biased and obviously you're like, yeah, Maddie, of course you're convincing me of this because you're the one who runs it. (laughs) All right. So let's get into it. So it's an emotional eating and body confidence program. And what it aims to achieve is a range of different health results with the core focus being getting control of your food choices, being in the driver's seat of your emotional reactions, which have led in the past towards ice cream, pizza, chocolate, nuts, any type of food that you are eating for any other reason other than biological requirement, AKA you're hungry. And this is the core thing that we work on, which includes and is an umbrella over things like people that want to lose weight, uh, people that want to wear the the dress that they haven't worn or the pair of jeans or the shirt that they haven't worn uh, for a long time. Or maybe they bought some clothes a few years ago that they wore once or twice and felt like, Oh, Ooh, this is this feels good and they haven't gotten back into them because the last few years life has just been crazy, stressful emotional and food and health has not been a priority um, and in, and for many people too, this has been going on for a long time, they've got gut problems and they want their gut to be free of these problems uh, or they want to balance their blood sugar, they want to stop having these energy crashes throughout the day which could also include reversing a situation of being pre-diabetic or insulin resistant um, or actual diet. Having full-blown diabetes. Um, But fundamentally, it's all underpinned by this control of your food. And interestingly, the, the thing that sits at the core of what you do in your life, not just with food, is your brain, is the way that you think. And I strongly believe the way that you do anything is the way that you do everything. Meaning that because your brain is the centerpiece for Everything that you do, whether you're good at it, you're not good at it, whether you like doing it, whether you don't like doing it, the way that your brain operates underpins all of it, the whole lot, right? So, this is not just about getting control of your food. This rolls on to to ways that you can manage stress better, manage your sleep better, manage your relationships better, decide what you want to do with your own life, Stop working in a job that you hate. Stop being in a marriage that you hate. You know, this rolls on to being in control of your whole life. And I've got a number of people that have said throughout this journey that this has changed the way that they are going to parent so that they can better equip their children to think about themselves and their food in a different way and therefore, obviously, their life. And you want to have the ability to control these decisions because... Having boundaries in place with food without your inner child rebel, that little kid inside you that's like, no, (laughs) without that kid breaking the rules, you want to be in control so that those boundaries are there, they're respected, you don't really need much willpower and your inner rebel is not breaking them down, basically being like, give me all of the chocolate pizza and self-loathing savagery that you're familiar with so that I can actually feel comfortable and familiar, only to leave you in a situation where you're like, fuck, I'm here again, I feel like shit. Like, you know, so we don't want to want to stop that cycle and many, many people that have been doing this... Um, One of the big motivators, and it's funny because we talk a lot about self-care, you you know, and you hear the the, the, um, the plane example, the airplane example, which is like, you know, you've got to put your own oxygen mask on first before you put anybody else's on because you've got to look after yourself before you can look after anybody else. (laughs) And I just kind of think like, do you guys know anything about women and mothers? (laughs) You can bang on the self-care drum all day, but most, not everyone, but most mothers and most people, again, we're in tribes, we're in packs, we're in families. And so, the motivating factor and it's Undeniable and will be undeniable for all of human history as long as we still have these natural biological bodies. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure fucking robot bodies are coming. I mean, we've got the trans movement, which is in full swing. You know, people getting everything changed to artificial body parts. Anyway, um, the point is that you want to be a role model for your kids, right? So the motivating factor for many people is. Whether you've got kids or you want kids in the future is that you want to be able to show up as a mum, as a family leader, as the provider of health and nutrition and sustenance in the family. You want to be a role model rather than a fraud because I hear so many mums say to me when we're deciding whether or not to jump into this um, emotional eating and body confidence program, they say, I feel like such a fraud. Like I tell my kids at dinner, you got to eat all your veggies. And then as soon as they go to bed, I'm just like, bam, glass of wine and out come the crisps or outcome the chips or outcome the chocolate, you know? And so, that's the kind of stuff that we want to We want to be working towards and and the program works towards and it's going to look different for everyone not everybody wants weight loss believe it or not when we talk about emotional eating there's lots of people that are in different stages of life with their body with their health and remember the way that everybody sees their own body through their own eyes in the mirror Is unique to them. The way that we see an individual on the outside, physically and like intangible factual reality, is going to be different to the way that their emotional body or their pain body views themselves in the mirror. It's like the the, and the extreme example is obviously the um, anorexic example, where the anorexic woman and or man looks in the mirror and sees somebody that's actually overweight. So you got to remember that the individual might not feel like they need to. Lose weight. Um, or other people might not think that they need to lose weight but they might be in here just to be like I need better gut health. I need to be a role model for my kids. I want to feel like I'm actually in control because I don't feel well even though it doesn't look like I need to lose weight. So weight loss is, is can be a thing for some people, cannot be a thing for some people. We talk about it a lot because it's the one thing that everybody ta- feels comfortable talking about because everyone's like oh everybody wants to lose weight. But the truth is and in my experience is that a lot of people actually start feeling much better about themselves, their body and their life when they start getting a lot of this stuff right and we 're going to get into it in a little bit more detail in a moment, but what I mean is that you start once you start feeling better in your mind, your gut, your body, and in your life, the number on a scale becomes more and more irrelevant. Because it is irrelevant. It's just a number. It's just your pull on gravity. Sure, it's a metric that you can use, but I'm yet to find many people that don't have their day ruined by stepping on the scale or feel like stepping on the scale is a scary moment. Even though in some cases it's a useful metric, generally speaking, we don't want to go there. And so the kind of problems that somebody that uh, you might be experiencing in your life that, that you want to solve or change or fix or you're sick of going back and forward on all these diets to fix these problems. And you're like, I need something that actually works once and for all. Is stuff like not understanding why you can't stick to a diet? Like if you don't, if you know that you're going on and off and on and off, and you you describe yourself as a I'm an all in or all out person, and that's the reason for not sticking to diets. Then that's you're the kind of person we work with. Figuring out why that happens so that we can make sure it doesn't happen this time. Um, of course, weight gain. Like if you have ongoing weight gain after years and years and years of trying different things and you're still in a situation where stuff happens then we obviously want to change that and this is where I want to share a few words from Rob who went through our program right she said in the past two weeks I've gone from 106.4 to today's weight which is 98 kilograms and when we began At the start of the year, I was 120.5 kilograms. I know it takes time, but I'm very happy that I get to learn how to change my lifestyle forever. Thanks, everyone. So that's about 22 kilograms down in total. And in pounds. That's about 50 pounds down. And it does take time. We chip away at it. It's the one tweak a week mantra. I'm under no illusion that the body needs time. I'm not selling you anything that is unrealistic. It takes time. Some people lose weight quicker than others. Some people take a while to get healthy before their body will actually allow them to shift weight. Right. But Rob had a fantastic experience and we've got so many of these on the website. Um, you might be walk, waking up with brain fog and tired every single day and just like feeling right run down constantly replenishing those energy stores after feeling that way for years again it's going to take time but we've got to start somewhere um or you you might be you might feel driven and this might be related to the tiredness you might feel driven by food or sugar cravings and therefore you're binging on sugar all day even though you don't feel like i'm not sitting in front of the tv and just eating 500 things it's like when you reflect on the day it's like oh i kind of did did go overboard at breakfast and then i had a morning tea and I, i had lunch and had an after lunch snack and i've kind of been at my desk just Eating the chocolates out of the cupboard, um, and you, you might realize it's like, Oh shit, I've actually got a out of control sugar problem here, right? Or you might have gut health problems, you know, bloating, diarrhea, pain when you eat, uh, or when going to the toilet isn't a pretty experience or isn't a fun experience, constipation, um, you know, that kind of thing. It's, it's not good for you, it causes a lot of other issues. Um, so, gut problems are a core part of the body's health because a lot of your immune system, 70 to 90% of your immune system lives in the gut. um, And a lot of the information that you transmit to the rest of the body comes from the food that you put in. And we have um, a fantastic success story from Jen. So Jen was actually on the surgery list to have part of her stomach and her gut removed uh, because doctors couldn't figure out what was going on she was just experiencing all of these horrible symptoms and they decided that the best course of action after trying all of these different medications and different things was to put her on the surgery list just to re- physically remove the problem now obviously that if we're just going to move remove a part of the body there's going to be some kind of other problem that comes after that um, and we know that from all of the clients we've worked with with bariatric surgery or stomach stapling or putting balloons in but in Jen's case it wasn't about weight loss it was about Figuring out how to make my gut healthy. And she said, I remember talking to her, she said, You know, I want to try this as the last resort before I go and do this surgery. And the fantastic story is that she took herself off the surgery list. She didn't need surgery anymore because we fixed her gut the right way with the right food, the right nutrition, the right timing, and with a mentality about overall wellness rather than hyper restrictive dieting. You might emotionally eat. Are you an emotional eater? Do you eat when you're stressed, sad, depressed, disappointed? If that feels like you, then you're the type of person that we help because guess what? Emotions are going to happen for the rest of your life. They're going to happen for the rest of my life. So we need to pretend like fad diet culture, right? We, it kind of pretends that like, don't even worry, just develop this willpower use it every time a difficult situation comes up and then eventually you'll you'll be so good at using willpower that you'll just be healthy. Obviously, as you know, (laughs) that's bullshit. (laughs) For me too, right? So, we need to develop a system around emotional eating that actually is part of your day-to-day life and your identity. So, this is getting really deep into that belief identity stuff. So, that when these situations arise, you eventually develop a set of behaviors that move towards something that is helpful rather than harmful. Because mostly, we default to this part of our brain where our, these systems have been set up in the past. And there's a, a great James Clear quote from Atomic Hab- Habits, which is like, um, and I'm going to paraphrase, but it's basically when shit goes wrong, <laughs> that's my paraphrasing. When shit goes wrong, we fall to the level of our systems, not to the level of our goals. Nobody falls back on their goals, right? They fall back to basically their survival mechanisms. And in the past, that's usually automated chocolate uh, sugar fast food or all of the easy delicious stuff that then causes difficult problems in the hours days weeks and years afterwards so we've got to create these systems in our in our body in our life in our homes in our families that lead towards uh, a favorable helpful outcome rather than a harmful outcome um Another thing that I hear a lot is people that feel like a fraud. Parents that feel like a fraud. They tell their kids they want, eat your veggies, eat your veggies because, um, you know, you got to grow up big and strong. And then as soon as the kids go to bed, bam, out comes the wine. And that's been coming out every single night for about 15 years. (laughs) And uh, the chips and the crisps and the chocolate. And they're like, shit, I'm such a fraud. And they think the kids don't know. They think that they're hiding it successfully and the, the fact that they don't physically see it means that they don't know. But I have had a significant number of conversations with mothers who have daughters that are doing the exact same uh, eating problems, emotional eating, um, secret eating, binge eating. And they're like, I'm certain my child has never seen me do this. How do they know? This is like the woo-woo unexplainable part of being a human is that we are very wise beyond recognition and kids particularly and they can pick up on this stuff in a multitude of ways and start exhibiting the exact same behavior that you do and this is the thing, that's why I work with mums because I believe saving the next generation of humans which currently have an expected death rate of younger than you, younger than the parents because we've created such a toxic world full of bullshit food this is part of my motivation to work with mothers and women because they're Going to create the next world of healthy humans. And the only way to do that is to embody it. It's hard work, but that's what we're going to do. And while I'm at it, yes, we do work with men. It just happens that organically, the podcast and the Facebook group and everything has Naturally attracted about 95% of women that happen to be mothers. So that's why we talk a lot to mums. Um, But yes, we do work with people that are male (laughs) and we do work with women that are not mothers. So, um, and just so you know, so you know how to feel about entering a program, is that we only ever create groups of women without men in that group. So it's, you know, we can have conversations about menopause and periods and poo and all sorts of stuff (laughs) Um, and feelings and vulnerability and that type of thing. Um, And the very vast majority of men are one-on-one clients and women have the option to be a one-on-one client as well. However, 95% of our mums prefer the group because the group is such a nice comforting collective environment. (laughs) Continuing on, the other thing we hear a lot is that people's sex life and libido and sexual confidence is through the floor. So we've got two groups of people, right? We've got the people that are end of their first marriage and divorced and looking to get back into the game but feel overweight and gross and not confident and proud and then we've got the people that are in relationships that are, and they haven't had sex for a few years because they feel fat and ugly and gross and repulsed and so when their partner makes a move, they push it away or well, their partner hasn't made a move for a long time because it was pushed away so many times. And there's there's this absence of this intimacy and closeness in relationships. And there's uh, this, this from the website, from my website as well that I want to read you from Esther, who has just a fantastic share. She says, haha, so basically Maddie does say when you do this program, you'll have more energy and confidence for sex. I can absolutely say since doing this program, my energy and confidence has come back. Like I feel sexual energy. I don't, remember ever feeling that kind of energy. I guess when your body is healthy and you've got a lot less stress that you get your libido back. (laughs) Woohoo! So... It's about living this happy, healthy life and happy, healthy life for many people includes sex because sex is great. We all love it. <laughs> so we want to get back there. And the good news is that we get on top of all of this without saying no to your favorite foods and without counting calories or doing any of that diet culture, unsustainable, frustrating, annoying stuff. Does it mean that we say yes to chocolate every day? No, obviously. we have got to build in strategies that are actually helpful uh, for the health of you and your family long-term. And the reason this is important both for you, yourself and the kids and the family and your friends is because these days the possibilities of the outcome of your body and your health are pretty dark. Like cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, cancer, handing off this same relationship with food, which will produce the same problems, health problems in your children. We've got to change this. Statistically, most of us are likely to sign up for a disease at approximately 50 years of age. And it's going to be one of the ones I've just mentioned, or worse, dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, like And all of these have something to do with degrading the body. And when we emotionally eat, we usually choose foods that degrade the body. And we've usually been doing it for decades, decades and decades and decades. Nobody wants to end up like their parents did with a horrific heart attack or a stroke or dementia or anything like this or the diabetes and being unable to climb stairs or move or needing help to get out in and out of chairs because they've just absolutely neglected and abandoned their body throughout their life. And we don't want that. And the good thing is, if you're listening to this still, you're in control of that. You are in control of that. That's what this podcast is about. That's what the program is about. It's about helping people live a happy, healthy life. And you might have heard me say this before, but it might not actually change the end outcome, but it means you'll spend less time dying. You'll live up until... Basically, you're about to check out <laughs> rather than start dying from the age of your diagnosis, which for some people is a solid 30 years of death. Like they're just slowly declining, 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 declining and and medicine keeps them alive so long but they don't change any of the other stuff that could actually improve their life condition and we can get in the way of this before it's a significant problem an irreversible problem right so that's why i'm here that's why i'm here i'm here for you to do that <laughs> and at the core of all of it from the way that we do it is that emotional eating piece so what's what's included in the program what do what we got so we've got a bunch of different modules and we start with cal- calibration which is basically a health check to assess where you're at the patterns in your life and what's going on because we can't change the what's going on today and And we can't, which will affect the future if we don't understand how we got here. So we need to reflect on the past and reflect on our patterns and and start understanding how we got here. And this is called calibration, right? Then we move across to self patterns. Now, this this is the chapter, if you like, or the module that makes this different to everything you've ever done before, right? This is where we go deep on the emotions. This is how to evolve your habits into new ones that allow you to actually thrive. This is a little bit uncomfortable for some people. We might bring up some confronting stuff, some trauma, some demons. But if we don't, every diet you ever do is just going to be another yo-yo diet because you haven't uncovered the actual driving force behind your unhelpful decisions and your lack of commitment long-term, right? This is some legit deep stuff, right? And everybody that's been through this, guarantee you put a post in our Facebook group and find out. They'll tell you it was difficult and confronting, but... It was the reason that they're still here, and this stuff works, right? Because it's different. Most programs don't do this, don't go this deep. Then we shift over to launch fast. <clears throat> so self patterns happens for a few weeks because it's a heavy chapter, <laughs> but it's a ne- it's the most necessary chapter of the journey. Then we go to launch fast, where we learn about the science of intermittent fasting, and we do this specifically in the context of your hormones, right? And we we've got a whole uh whole video and uh learning, got a whole little masterclass and talking through of about the menstrual cycle and how and when to eat. And remember, intermittent fasting is not about the person that fasts the longest is the bestest. That's not intermittent fasting. There's a lot of influencers out there who have really delivered the wrong message. If you're trying to fast and starve yourself, you're back into diet culture, you're doing unhelpful things to your body, you're damaging metabolism. Our launch fast module is about learning the science of how your body works, how to achieve weight loss if you need to, how to achieve better gut health if you need to and when to eat and when not to eat throughout your cycle based on your own life, the context of your own life because everybody's life looks a little bit different, right? So the way that we've got to do it, you might be a shift worker, you might have uh, you know kids piano lessons or sport at particular times of the week. So we have to set it up in a way that is sustainable for you yes here's some real talk if we're setting it up in a way that's sustainable for your busy life that might mean that results come a bit slower because we're being realistic unless you're about to quit everything and be a personal training influencer on youtube or on instagram or tiktok then we have to be realistic about the amount of time that you put into yourself in order to produce an outcome right so it looks different for everyone because everyone's life is different. Then we move to breakfast or we call it breakfast and we want we want to master the first meal of the day because we want this to match your hormones but also we need to know that what you put in first Literally translate to what you will crave that day. So we start with breakfast because we do one tweak a week, right? So we start with breakfast, spend a bit of time there, then we bounce over to the middle meal of the day. So we start to understand how to do lunch so that we can avoid the 3 p.m. slump, manage our blood sugar through the afternoon as we start to get tired and weary, and actually boost our energy levels with the right nutrition choices and also the systems and habits that support those choices, right? Remember, everything I mentioned about nutrition or science or anything like that is back by the work we did in uh, module two, self-patterns. Then we jump over to the final supper, aka dinner. How to create dinner meals that support you, your hormones, and importantly, the whole family. Because... The final meal of the day is equally as important as the first meal of the day because we're literally setting up our state of being for the following morning. So, we have to pick the foods and nutrition to put in at that time that are going to mean that we wake up not craving anything, not hungry and having had a really great sleep because we had food and then we had it timed and spaced in a way that means that our sleep was able to be deeper than it normally is or it has been in the past and we actually wake up feeling great. And of course, yeah, we want it to work with the family so the kids enjoy it Um, stubborn hubby (laughs) enjoys it or is willing to eat it. Um, And then from there, we move on to the freedom. So, understanding how to sustain this stuff and have food freedom, life freedom, uh, how to understand how to do this long term. And the reality is that most people in this journey, they've just learned how to create a toolbox. So, in this journey, it's 10 weeks. In this journey, you're, you're just learning how to do create a toolbox. All these new tools, they're coming into your world for the first time, right? And so, you might be like, wow, this is amazing. But I've just really started learning how to do this. What next? And this is why we have the Consistency Club. The Consistency Club is our ongoing membership that recurs basically forever. <laughs> um that you can join once you have go through the main program. And that's because we want to be realistic, remember? We want to be realistic about health goals. If you've spent 30 years eating one way, not prioritizing your health and yo-yoing in and out of diets, guess what? It's not going to take 10 weeks to solve that problem. So we build the toolbox in the first 10 weeks and then we jump into... Well, people go one of two ways, right? They go either even deeper with me into a one-on-one situation. (laughs) They go into that one-on-one space where it's like we go uh, really deep and we have regular sessions for several months beyond this or they go into the consistency club which is the recurring membership it's got a fantastic group of humans and oh by the way the people that go one-on-one they also get access to the consistency club and it's got this amazing group of humans We're all understanding that this is a long-term commitment to health and we're going to make changes over time and that we all fall off the bandwagon. Every single story that I've shared with you on here and the dozens that are on my website, everyone fell off the bandwagon because guess what? Humans. We're humans. Shit happens. We've spent 10, 20, 30, 40 years doing all the stuff that we've been doing that's unhelpful. It's not going to turn around super quickly, right? There's a few situations which turn stuff around for people. Um, partner dying, um, kids dying, parents dying, super close friend dying but by the time you get to the space where that happens, well one, it's, you're probably deep down your own rabbit hole but two, we don't want to have to you know rely on other people dying before we start honoring and respecting our own body right but that's what everybody in the consistency club understand. The consistency club is, is about consistently getting back up you know. Working on what you need to do, changing the things you need to do, checking in with your community, having support and accountability, because some people don't have it at home. Some people don't have it amongst their friends. And then guess what? You get to be the friend or the family member that is the role model, that is the leader. And then when other friends start getting sick and unwell, they're like, hey, um, hey, Karen, hey, Debbie hey, what have you been doing? Like I've noticed like things have been slowly changing over the last year and you look really well and your hair seems thicker and your skin's really nice. Like what's been going on, right? And then you can be, like this portal to the other world of health for these other people in your life. And so the idea is that in the consistency club, we create this community that is ongoing forever that helps us level up the world. Right. And the, the women in there are hilarious, fantastic. They're, it's just so fun. We all know each other so well at this point. Um, and, you know, we've had people that have been in this, been around uh, the initial program since 2019. And we've had people that have done the main program multiple times as well. Again, because they realized they were like, oh, that was so good but I need that level of intensity again so that I can really double down. So, they jump back into that as well. So, this is what we do. This is what we do and that's what it looks like in a nutshell on a podcast. (laughs) I can go off on tangents here because I'm super passionate and and obviously, I built it and created it so I understand how all of the tiny bits should piece together. However, not everybody needs all of the pieces. And you won't know that until you go through and figure out which tools resonate with you and what doesn't. The other thing is we do not have a culture of ignoring bad news. If things aren't working or some of the strategies are not aligned... You can say that on a call. So we have group coaching calls, of course. And you can say that. And then we can figure out as a team, as a group, uh, some other ideas, right? We, we can figure out what does work. It's not one of those environments where you, ca- you can't say, shit didn't go well this week. I ate terribly yesterday or I feel awful. That, and that's the kind of the idea behind the consistency club. The name Consistence, not necessarily consistently healthy, but it's consistently come into the group, speak your truth, honor yourself and let everybody else honor and respect you in your honesty. Because as soon as we can start offloading that energy of uh, self-loathing and savagery and disrespect and dishonesty towards self, that's when we can start stepping into a space where we feel like we can actually do what's good for us right? But we've got to take the layers of blame and guilt and shame off first. Otherwise, we'll just keep piling them on, which is what yo-yo dieting does fantastically, right? Can you just Google this stuff? Well, the truth is you could just listen to every one of these podcasts and yes, you could Google it. You could find all of these answers absolutely everywhere in the world somewhere. However, again, the free stuff doesn't provide you structure, direction, support or accountability. We have it set up in a very particular way that does mind and body together. There's very few programs that go about this health stuff in the way that we talked about earlier on in the episode um, in a way that factors in such a deep mind perspective and you might say soul as well Um, coupled with the nutrition. We need both. The body and the mind are the same thing. They're both encapsulated within the layer of the skin, right? Irrelevant of where they are. So the mind and the body are the same. So we have to work on them together. So yes, sure, you can Google all of the answers that you might ever need. Um, But it's unlikely that you will implement them and sustain them because we're pack tribe animals and it's the same for me. There's stuff I pay for in order to get help with so that I'm a part of a community and someone to keep me accountable. And I really do believe in the coach needs a coach. (laughs) Like I've got my people and it's just the reality of being human. We need community. We need support, right? Um, Is this right for vegans is a good question. I get asked this all the time. So, I've had a number of vegans come through the program um, because they've listened to the podcast and they've been so unwell. Their hormones have been up shit creek without a paddle. Their sleep's been shot. uh, Their sex drive's been shot. um, And they just feel awful in their own body. Low energy. And this is not all vegans, but a lot of people that uh, have come through that are like, I'm vegan and Maddie, I've listened to your podcast and I actually want to change this because I've just, as much as I've been caught up in the moral ethical dilemma of being vegan because, you know, animals are living beings too. The reality is I just feel shit. (laughs) And after everything I've listened to on the podcast about the life cycle of animals and plants and humans and the earth, I'm starting to be like, all right, I'm ready to do this as a vegan or a vegetarian and I need to because I feel awful. And a lot of people get to the point in their their journey of being vegan or vegetarian and say, you know what, actually my own health (laughs) now finally is superior to those belief systems, which I think they should be for everybody basically because – if you're if you're sacrificing your own health for the health of other animals, that's literally the dumbest thing an animal can do. <laughs> there ain't nothing biologically intelligent about that at all in the hierarchy of, you know, the kingdom of animals basically and the kingdom of living beings and plants and everything. Every everyone there's a hierarchy, right? And if we're putting ourselves lower in a hi- in the hierarchy by choice, it's just not going to have a good impact on your health, right? So, but if you want to stay vegan, sure, you'll learn lots about Emotional eating, absolutely you will. However, I struggle to believe that you'll do the right thing by your body by being vegan long-term. That's just my personal opinion based on everything I understand about nutrition science, biology, and the way that the, the body and brain is developed. Don't get me wrong. Factory farming can be a little bit fucked. However... However, uh, well, this is just a conversation for another day. <laughs> I've actually done an episode called Is Maddie Lansdowne a Vegan or Vegetarian? So, actually, a lot of the answers are going to be on there. So, it's episode 149. Go and check it out because people ask me all the time because we've got this greenwashing of society where everybody thinks healthy people must be plant based. <clears throat> I'm closer to carnival. <laughs> but there's a lot of good content on that episode 149. So, All right. So to conclude, what I want to say is that the idea is that we create a safe, honest, vulnerable and supportive space. We treat humans like humans, where it's okay to express emotion. It's okay to, you know, for things not to go well. And we create a space where you're surrounded by people that will help you get back up, including me. I'm part of that team, right? Um, This isn't a silver bullet. It's not going to solve every problem you've ever had, but it's a really great place to start moving some significant rocks or problems in your life in the right direction and for many people it ends up in a really really good place in multiple levels of their health and their life and i want to share something tam said so tam was a fantastic client we worked with last year Uh, she did so well actually brought her partner through with us as well and this is a share from her which is also on the website she says I just want to say thank you for telling me about your program. It really has been life-changing and I will be forever grateful for the knowledge you have shared with me and providing such a safe and friendly environment for me to make these changes to my life. I absolutely enjoyed every minute of the program and sharing it with everyone else in such a supportive and non-judgmental way. I still have such a long way to go but I'm absolutely thrilled with the positive changes I've experienced. Thank you so much. You're an absolute legend. So, This is the kind of stuff that you can expect. Safe, vulnerable, honest, you know, real, human. So, come and hang out. If any of the stuff we mentioned in the beginning is you, I want to invite you to start a conversation with me. So, if you want to join or inquire about or look into the emotional eating and body confidence program that I've just spent this episode chatting about, uh, then come and have a conversation with me. So, there's two ways that you can do that, right? So, we've got uh, you can send me the word program in capital letters, to a DM in Facebook Messenger. So there'll be a link in the show notes below. So click the link, scroll down, click the link and book in and send me uh, just the word program and then I'll get back to you and we'll organize a time to have a Zoom call. Um, So it'll either be me or my team. I'm very fortunate to be able to use the word team and say that I have a team. (laughs) You know, it's the only way we can help lots of people. Yeah, it'll be me or my team and we'll have a conversation, we'll set up a Zoom call and then we'll really go deep on that kind of stuff and figure out, Uh, whether or not this program is aligned for what you want to achieve and the way that you want to do it and then we'll decide whether we're going to do it or we're not going to do it. If you don't have Facebook Messenger and you're not a fan of using apps like that, then that's totally okay. You can actually go to the website, go to the contact us page uh, and send me an email inquiry and say, I listened to episode 200 and I'd really like to apply for the program. And then from there, we'll do the same thing. So we'll have a conversation on email, then we'll organize a Zoom call and then we'll go back and forth one-on-one to figure out if this is in alignment and how to get started. And I'll put that link in the show notes below as well. So just scroll down, click the link and send an email. And it's worth me mentioning too as well that this is an application process because we do have a limited intake number and that's purposely so that I can be present with everybody that's there and that the numbers aren't too high that you know people get forgotten or lost in the process. So I would love to see you on the other end of an email or a DM really, really soon. So they're the two ways that you can uh, start a conversation and we can make this stuff happen. (laughs) Woo. All right. Um, So thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here for 200 episodes. Like this is so fantastic. Um, And remember, we've got we're out there on social media these days. We've got YouTube. If you prefer to listen on YouTube or watch conversations happen in real time, uh, then we've actually started uploading a lot of the podcasts to YouTube. So you can see my ugly mug (laughs) and many of our fantastic guests. If you hear a guest that you're like, oh, this guest is awesome. I want to see what they're all about and how they act in real life. uh, You can go check it out on YouTube, which is really cool. Um, And then of course, we've got our Healthy Mums Collective Facebook group, which is Cranking Away um, and all of the other places you can find me. Thanks for being here again. I love 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 all of the people that listen to the how to not get sick and die podcast and remember if you've enjoyed this episode please share it with a friend or if you think uh finally maddie talked in detail about his program and what it does and my friend needs to get into it and hear about it and sign up and it's exactly what my husband needs or my wife needs or anybody needs then please share this episode with a friend let them know lovingly that i feel like this this could be beneficial to you or maybe we should do it together uh remember we're pack pack, tribe animals we don't Want to pretend to try and do this stuff alone at home. Um, and from that point, I think we're going to wrap up episode 200. You are fantastic. Keep being amazing. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye